ever since It's been a long, a long time coming But I know a change gonna come Oh, yes it will was a snippet of A Change is Gonna Come by Sam Cook. I am Stacy. And I am Adila. Welcome to our podcast, A Seat at Our Table, Present and Black. Today, we're going to do a cognitive reframe. And the cognitive reframe is sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So be mindful of your tone of voice and your audience when you're communicating messages. Let's get into this week's isms. What is your ism for this week, Stace? This week, my ism is DEI diversity. So diversity, equity, and inclusion, or for short, diversity. Since the whole situation last year with George Floyd happened, I've been hearing a lot about DEI. I've been hearing a lot about diversity. But I'm hearing about it, and I don't see what's what's happening. And quite frankly, I'm over it. I'm tired of hearing about it. I want to see something. Um, What do they call it? Performative? And I'm not seeing what what we're what are we doing? You're hiring these people into these fancy positions, these newly created positions, by the way, to come in and and just change the culture of the organization and increase diversity, whatever that means. But it's a lot of talk, and I haven't seen anything happen. So that's it. I don't. That's my ism. I'm tired of hearing about it. Show me something. And Adela tells me to keep talking because she has to run away for something. So I'm just going to keep talking until she's back. <laughs> and I'll hand it over to her. And when she listens back to this, she's probably going to get irritated because I'm just yapping about nothing right about now. So, yeah. And Adela, what's yours? My ism for this week is over explaining myself. I... I find that I tend to do this a lot when I'm having conversations with people and I'll notice like if I'm talking to them in person, the look on their face, they'll be like, why is she still talking? Because like, like I'm doing it now, how I'll say something that I mean to say, and then it won't seem as though the person got it. And so I'll keep saying words and um, I'm working on not doing that I'm working on not but then when I don't over explain myself then people come to me and they be like you can be a bitch sometimes because you just say things and we don't really know you know if you're being mean if you're trying to be nice I'm like I'm just saying what the f I got to say oh I don't know I guess you can't please everybody but I hate poor communication and miscommunication so I try to you know, make sure I'm clear, but then I end up over explaining and then being too too basic. I can appreciate that both ways. Um, I'm good for a short answer. Stacey, can you confirm this is correct? Yes or no? Like, and we're done. Like, I don't. And there's this person at work who you ask a simple question. All I need is a yes or no. I don't need. Mm-hmm. He'll go on a whole like. <laughs> detailed explanation it's like I didn't even need all that I just needed you to tell me yes no I just be sitting there on meetings like can you please stop talking so I get it but sometimes it's important and even sometimes after I do my little short yes or no mm-hmm. I'll think like hmm, maybe I should have given them more words but that would have just drawn out this meeting and I don't really feel like talking to these people I never really do um 
So I get it. Like, I think sometimes it's helpful to over explain, especially when you're not listening. Um, when people aren't listening and then right. for the benefit, they'll, they'll keep back in like, oh, y'all got it. Glad she talked about that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, even in conversations, like I was talking to my sister today and I think, I think I said something, what did I say? I said something along the lines of like, um, yeah, that's cool. You can do that. And she, like, she got an attitude because like, she didn't know to her, I was saying something else. But if I would have over explained and been like, yeah, that's cool. You can do that. We'll talk about it. Like if I would have said more words, then it would have been fine. But when I just said it like a very blanket statement, she was just like, well, the, you can do it, bitch. Like, why I got like it was just and then and then I go to the thing where like if you know me, then you know that you can say, hey, say more words or like give me more information. And you know that I'm like, most people who know me know that usually I am not coming from a place of malice. Now I can be malicious if I need to be, but usually if I'm talking to, if I'm talking to you, it's not from a place of malice. You can ask me for more information. I don't know why people just don't do that, but then I end up over explaining myself because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. And then my mouth get dry. I'm tired. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need a beverage. Sheesh. Um, full disclosure. I finished mine early. So I was just saying words to fill in the space until you got back. Oh, okay. Well, that's, you know, that's parenting. Sorry. No, no need to apologize. I'm just letting you know. So when you hear it back, you're like, <laughs> she doing this? I was like, so I'm just going to say words until she gets back. <laughs> Were you? Oh my God. <laughs> Someone's going to laugh at that. And if you don't think it's funny, then I'm sorry. This is, this is life with a newborn. And what's like, what's crazy is I started to wear him and I was like, no, He's gonna he's gonna sleep this entire recording. Ha! Ah, lies. He sleep now on my shoulder. Little golem yaki. <laughs> All right. I think that wraps up this week's isms. Let's get into this week's ramblings. So this week's ramblings, we're gonna talk about the U.S. of A. and immigration loosely because yeah, neither one of us are well versed in the topic. Neither one of us are um, experts. Let me just say that. Right. You can't speak of if you're well versed or not. We're not experts. So it's going to be a real loose conversation about the U.S. of A and immigration. So um, let's just go ahead and get started. Um, I know you've heard about the Haitian deportation that's been going on for the past few weeks. You know about that, right? Yes. Okay. And you saw the photos that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, can't figure it out. But the photos of the, the people on the horses with whips um, chasing these Haitians. Have not seen the photos. You have not heard seen about it. Have not seen the photos. That was a big thing. People are like outraged that this is happening. How dare you, you know, be on top of horses with whips, you know, because it's mm. reminiscent of slavery. Right. Um, which yeah, it was a bad look. It wasn't good. So, you know, this whole thing. Right. And it had got the thinking. Um, because they were trying to cross the border mm. where um, but I know now I just read an article that that the Mexicans are helping them out. They're cooking for them. They're just being like decent human beings right. and making sure they're taken care of while, while they're there. Um, and I've been thinking about this whole idea of 
what we were taught when we were younger, America being a melting pot or, you know, later on they start calling it a salad bowl. Um, and you've heard that reference, right? Uh, melting pot, yes. Salad bowl, no. Yeah, so melting pot, everybody just um, blends together. Blends together and you adopt everybody's cultures. Uh, wrong. A salad right. bowl is different where you just mix things together. We don't have right. to assimilate. We just gonna mix and we gonna be who we are. I'm gonna be a tomato, you're gonna be some lettuce and we're good. We can all live together and be one big happy salad. It got me to thinking about, you know, how we be trying to, I don't want to say we, but I live here. So um, with, with the Haitians and then they try to kick, I'm going to say they, the, you know, the Mexicans out from crossing the border. And a few years ago, there was this thing about immigration when Trump Stiltskin was in office. Mm -hmm. And Everybody was talking about, we have to protect our borders. We have to protect our borders. But nobody was really talking about the people who are coming here on the planes, who may not be legal, doing it the legal way. Let me put it that way. Uh -huh. Because who's crossing the border? Brown folks. Right. Who's getting here on planes? People going for plane tickets. And right. it may or may not be legal. His wife may or may not. I don't know. That's not, I'm not an expert. I don't know those that information. But she may or may not. I don't know. Um, so... <laughs> Um, and it's an article I read a while back was like, there are more people coming over here via more illegal immigrants coming over mm -hmm. here via, not by the border, let's put it that way. Right. But nobody's talking about that because their skin color is different. It's other. So my question to you is, what do you think about, number one, the deportation of Haitians and who has the right to come here? Ooh, um, I mean, I'm trying to leave my damn self, but I think. <laughs> you <want my> spot? <laughs> What'd you say? You'd be like, you want my spot? <laughs> I mean, we can do a, a quick trade, but I think the matter of, you know, who has the right to come here, America is supposed to be for everybody. It's supposed to be, right? Like, what nobody born here except for Native Americans? So I don't see why we have to close the doors to anybody. Like if people, especially if people are like seeking asylum or they're trying to get come here for their safety. Mm -hmm. I think that should be like the priority is to have people be able to come here and so they can have safe haven. Um, but I, I just, I don't, and you know, I'm not well-versed in, like you said, in immigration laws. I'm not well-versed in, you know, like the resources and things that are available and what has to happen when people come over. Cause I know you have to, we have to set people up and all that stuff. But I mean, I don't see the issue from, from my perspective, from my very limited mm -hmm. like view or knowledge. I don't see the issue in allowing people to come here, especially if, when they're being becoming contributing members of society. You see what I'm saying? And so like, mm -hmm. when, when I see black and brown people's come over here, I see them working four, five, six jobs, you know, and, and they're doing the work that other people don't want to do. So I, I'm, 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 I just, I don't, I don't see the issue. And I, your other question was what I think about the deportation. Yes. I think it's wackadoodle because the government picks and chooses who they want to keep. 
And usually they get rid of people who look like you and I versus people who look like the palm of my hand. And like you said, like Trump's, um, his wife, you know, she can't, she can't, well, the allegedly, she came here illegally and her status is legal now because they're married or what have you, but they pick and choose who they want to enforce the law or infringe the law upon. And I think that's, I think that's whack. Facts. And there are laws in place that say, you know, if you're coming here seeking asylum, then, you know, the country will let you in. Um, I was reading an article the other day about, you know, there's a lot of loopholes when it mm-hmm. pertains to like people from brown places, mm-hmm. places that are predominantly brown. Um, Haiti being one of them, like there are so many loopholes in there that you can get around saying, hey, I'm seeking asylum. Like, mm, no, they're not. So we don't have to let you in. Y'all mm-hmm. read it for yourself. Look it up for yourself because um, we're not linking the article. Um, we want you to be responsible for your own knowledge. <laughs> so right. go look um so yeah and, and it, that makes perfect sense because that's what is done here there's a whole bunch of loopholes and the law can be interpreted mm. a number of different ways um depending on the situation and when I was younger um okay so here when I was younger I used to think that you know no you can't come here we live here you stay where you're at mm. and I'm, I'm not sure why I thought that probably the um the brainwashing that happens in public schools. But as I got older and became more knowledgeable, I'm like, who the heck are we to -hmm. say who can and cannot come up in here, up beyond here? And then then the question, it begs the question, well, should you allow people to come here legally, the legal way, or is it okay people just coming over here illegally? So where I feel about that is, I think we're already overpopulated. The, the space is limited so do it the legal way if you can do it the legal way just do it right. um and learn the loopholes like because these white folks use loopholes for everything yep everything um, we're still catching up if you can find a loophole use it no i don't want murderers and gang members to come over here and wreak havoc obviously not um and but if, that is also to say that everyone who comes is not a murderer, right, drug absolutely. dealer, and all of those things. And we can't classify these people to just say this is what they are. They're they're evil, bad people, so we can't let them in. Like everybody ain't like that. You have children. Right. Um, they were, the way they were keeping those children when Trump. I keep saying Trump still skin. I'm sure it was happening with other presidencies. We just didn't know about it. Keeping them locked up in those cages. Like, come on, dude. Like that was just. Mm. Terry Blake. Um, so I, I felt like my my thoughts on it have evolved as I've gotten older, but I do feel like there has to be a process because we're already, it's already too many people. Mm. And then I'm, I'm gonna say this, people might not like it, fight yourself, talk to God about it. There are these people in these other countries you keep producing and reproducing and reproducing. So now your country's overpopulated and you wanna come here, stop. Like, I don't know, maybe it's like a religious thing because I know certain people groups that just keep having kids. Because babies I, are amazing. Babies, I don't understand it. Like, there's too many of y'all. Um, calm down a minute. So you're overpopulated and now you come here and then we're overpopulated and we're like sitting on top of each other. That irritates me. Think about the traffic in your state. It's too many people 
in one area in Northern Virginia. It's too many people and they just keep building more condos and townhomes. It's like, there's no room, please stop. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think anybody who wants to come here, you you should be welcome regardless of what you look like. Right. Um, and if there's a legal means to do it, do it. But if you're suffering persecution from your home country, um, and a lot of these people are, or a number of these people are, mm-hmm. like we, the people who have the power shouldn't be turning people away, especially when they're suffering persecution, especially like Haiti. Haiti hasn't recovered. Um, it's been years and they're still trying to recover from the last natural disaster. And then this happens. Mm. And people need, they need somewhere to go. They really do. So we have to figure out a way. If we can figure out a way to, for loopholes for the rich to get richer and the poor to get poorer, we can figure out a way to house people, even if it's temporarily, until they're able to rebuild in their country and go back. That's my two cents. So you said a few things that I want to touch on. One, there are certain, I, I understand that there are certain religions that say, can you, excuse me, go ahead, go forth, populate, and be fruitful. With overpopulation, I can see where it might be helpful to put limitations on that fruit, fruitfulness, howsoever. I didn't say put limitations. Well, did I say? I said stop. I you did. did say stop. Okay, I, well, I'm not don't saying stop. here with all that. How's that? No, <laughs> because <laughs> babies are, can we not agree that babies are everything? Do you not love and adore your godchildren? Where that's two specific, um, two specific examples. They're not all babies. <laughs> so I mean, I can. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> babies are everything, and as a parent and as an auntie, I. I know that when you look at babies, like my heart swooned and my, my uterus be contracting. Yes. Not mine. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyway, you know what, Tin Man? You should ask the wizard for a heart. <laughs> rolling. Every time I see a new baby, like for real, another one, like golly, all this good air getting sucked. <laughs> Shut your face. Oh my gosh. Anyway. And, and the hate mail comes in. Um, <laughs> your baby ugly too. Whoever listed it in man, I'm joking. Your baby's not ugly. Your baby's probably adorable. Baby probably looks just like you. That's what I say <laughs> to people. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love that. I'm so going to start using that. It's not, it's not mean, nor is it a compliment. I love it. Thank you. Anywho, I digress. But, you know, if you have to come, because I have, I had a lot of friends who, especially when I went to college, whose parents came here illegally and had they not come here, they would have been in very bad situations. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, you know, I remember a friend of mine who I went to college with, and I won't say their name because, um, you know, I don't want to get in trouble, but they didn't have a social security number and I was just so baffled. I was like, how do you, what? 
and they were like, oh, you know, we, I remember coming over here in a, in the, in the back of a truck when I was really little. Mm. And I would just remember, and I would remember like having so many questions, like, well, how do you live here? How do you get to college if you didn't, if you like all of the, all of these legitimate to me that seem legitimate questions. I'm sure they seem very ignorant to her. Um, but I was just like, well, but um, it was, it was just, it was really interesting. And, but America should be that. America should be this safe place. People shouldn't have to hide in barrels and ship themselves here to, to feel safe and to be able to, you know, build something and, and, and be with their families. It shouldn't be this like life or death scary thing to, to be here. But unfortunately it is because the people who are here want to make it, diff- you know, make it hard for everybody else because there's not, there's not enough money to go around, even though if all the rich people in the world, in America would just share, we'd be perfectly fine. But, you know, <laughs> what do I know? That's cute. <laughs> Sharing is caring. You know, good darn well, these folks don't care. They don't give a hot damn. About nobody. Um, you said something about that I, it was interesting the people who are here contributing and illegal mm-hmm. why are we bothering them they're not harming they're like working a nine to five or yep. whatever the six yep. not causing any harm any trouble to anybody they're yep. literally paying um, they might be paying rent or you know paying for a housing transportation and all that but usually they are paying rent because where they live and the landlords know that they're here with quote-unquote illegal status so they charge them more to stay because they know that they're in a situation and so that's why there are you know they usually try to like double up or what have you to help cut back the costs yeah so yeah they usually are contributing to society in some way mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, I cut you off, go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, I agree with you, leave them alone. They're not bothering anybody. They're actually helping us, stimulating the economy. Mm-hmm. But um, when you start and when you start ripping people from their families, there has to be a better way to do yeah. that because that's just horrible. Mm-hmm. Now, this is people who are here. You're here, you've been here for like 20 years, minding your business. And a lot of them are up here. Mm-hmm. And they're minding their business. Um, but getting here, if you can do it by way of legal means, by all means, do that or find your loophole. But uh, I, I get it. There's a lot of folks here. We, we overpopulated. How can we make this? How can we do? What can we do to help you and your, your country want to stay there? But then someone to say to me, oh, you try to leave America. We don't want you. <laughs> yeah. I'm visiting permanently. <laughs> Whatever. So I'm looking at the top 25 countries of citizenship for ICE deportation. Mm-hmm. And this just happened to come up from fiscal year 2013. So we're a little far, far behind. And it looks like <laughs> Mexico was at the top followed by Guatemala and Honduras. I'm not surprised to hear that. Mm-mm, not at all. So I'm curious of what it is um like now in um by nationality 2019. Let's see. 
I don't think they'd have 2021 ready. I'm irritated. Hmm? I'm irritated. Por qué? I mean, because it, I'm, I'm going to try to say this without sounding like I hate all white people because I don't, but it just, the people in charge, which are usually melanin deficient, they set up these unrealistic expectations and these loopholes and these barriers for people of color. But when it boils down to it, we're the ones who contribute most to the communities, most to society, most to the development of the country that they want to call, you know, the, the great US of A. And they, they work so hard to like belittle us and kill us and get rid of us. It's just, and it's, it's just, it's so frustrating and it's so disheartening that this is the world that we live in. We have to fight so hard to, to call a place home that doesn't want, that doesn't want us here, but needs us to survive. Mm. That's a pickle. Doesn't want us, but needs us, but won't admit it. <laughs> Could you imagine if all the people who built this country left and took the patents with them. So shit here. I want everything. Yeah, I might have a robe and some grass. Whatever God put here. It would be yeah. nothing here. Yeah, I haven't found anything for um, recently, but I would have I would assume that not much has changed since 2013. That makes me mad. Whatever. I can't stay there. It'll make me depressed. Yeah, it's still late in 2016. Mexico still seems to be up top. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And I, and I would hate to be in that situation where you have a legit reason where you need to leave your country mm-hmm. and you're seeking asylum somewhere else. And they're, they've said, we'll take you in because, it, you know, it sounds good to say those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get here or you try to get here and you're turned away or in your mis- and or mistreated, abused. Right. Like, it's like, what's the point? You could have just stayed where you were mm-hmm. and faced whatever horrible outcome come here to be turned around. And it's just so horrible. I just, I don't, I don't, especially when people are here legitimately seeking asylum and they're just like, "Mm, loophole, send you away. You don't need to be here. I'm just like, it's not right. You see all these people struggling. There's a reason. You're not just, people don't want to just come here for fun. Um, Well, black black people with the way (laughs) things that are going. (laughs) Usually they don't. Yeah, yeah. Let me say that. Yeah. Um, Because they keep saying America's the greatest place on earth. And I can say, like, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in any third world country if I had a choice. Right. I'd be like, I'm America. This is where it's at. So I see why people want to come. And some people who come here, like, they're, the opportunities are endless. Um, depending on what people group you're from, you might get stuff on a silver platter. All types of benefits and stuff to start your business and 
do whatever it is you need to do. Whereas other people groups, they don't, they may not get that same, um, those same benefits. So it's just a whole unfair situation. And it looks like it has a lot to do with nationality. And if you subscribe to the notion of race, race. Hmm. I don't have any words. I don't have any words. I don't have anything to say that's not gonna sound depressing. Like I said, I just, I wish they would quit treating us this way when they know they need us. But that would, you know, that's too much like right. <laughs> if it's right, it's wrong. Mm. If it's white, it's wrong. No, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> These are hot button topics to get people upset, get under your skin. But we have to love our neighbors. Mm. That's what the Lord commands of us. It's very difficult to do. And I was just asking the Lord myself earlier today, what does that look like? Girl, because I need to know. Because <laughs> in certain situations, it's a little beefy cooked. A little? To display that love when you, when you worked up or angry or whatever. Rightfully so, because of the things that are happening that you see happening. That's just super depressing. I be asking the Lord to keep my pen pan strong because people be out here trying me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it for this week's ramblings. Oh, that's it? Oh, okay. That so, was quick. All right. Sorry, y'all. So short. I'm not. Any announcements this week? Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay, my survival skill 101 is lubricate your skin, moisturize your lips, and oil your scalp. I want to say something to that, but this is not the section for that. Mine is thank God, thank God for the delay and thank God for the display. And with that, govern yourselves accordingly. Thank you for listening to A Seat at Our Table. Present. I'm Black. Hey.